Hey friends, welcome back to Tuesday Tea. Today, I want to talk to you all about maximizing marketing. And I geek out on this stuff because it's so important. Anytime new clients come to me, they want to know how to make more money. How do we generate more revenue, more profits in our pockets? And the first thing I have to look at is their current marketing. I mean, really, if you think about your own business, what's your marketing doing these days? Are you maximizing everything you possibly can be to work smarter and not harder? Dave Ramsey is someone who just really, really sums up maximizing marketing very well, okay? Here's what he says. Marketing must appeal first to emotions, then logic. Your brand supports your marketing efforts. Strategic marketing is the action a business takes to promote its product or services. It is also key in building brand awareness and exposure. There are many different ways of approaching a marketing plan, depending on who the target audience is and what your goals are, okay? But no matter how you choose to market, put yourself in the customer's shoes before launching your next campaign. Does it capture you emotionally first? Budweiser is the king of capturing hearts of millions, especially during the Super Bowl. 2014 was no exception. Budweiser released an ad titled Best Buds during the big game, and it was perfection. It shows an adorable golden lab puppy meeting a neighboring Clydesdale horse. The puppy keeps getting out of his yard so he can go spend time with his new friend. Beer, puppies, best friends, all to the tune of the passengers, let her go. It doesn't even blatantly say anything about beer. It just suggests to the audience to grab a cold one and enjoy the tenderness of watching an unlikely friendship all while drinking an all-American beer. It's brilliant. Something that a lot of business owners will say is that they know nothing about marketing. They're just the business owner. That's what they pay the marketing team for. Or in my case, that's what I'm paying you for. But the truth is we're all marketers in one way or another. You market yourself by the clothes you choose to wear every day or the type of vehicle or form of public transportation you choose. Even if you have a marketing department or outside team helping you implement, you should have a general understanding of marketing and how it works best for your business. As business owners, we must continually be curious about what struggles someone might be having or what makes them get out of bed in the morning. We need to have an understanding of what they believe in. And ultimately, we want to know what they dream about. In Seth Godin's book, This is Marketing, he says it perfectly. People aren't eager to pay you with their attention. The fact that you bought an ad does not earn you something that is priceless. Instead, we can hope that people might voluntarily trade their attention, trade it for something they need or want, trade it because they genuinely are interested, trade it because they trust you to keep your promise. I mean, whoa. <laughs> I mean, come on. So how do we maximize marketing? Okay, well, to keep it simple, keep your promise. That's it. That's the secret sauce. Keep your promise. And stay curious while inviting your audience, your students, or your followers to invest their time in your promise. You want to design a plan that encourages and suggests rather than just shows the product and service and call it a day. Remember the Budweiser way. Getting your marketing message to the masses it's so important to note that during this process, you'll want to focus on creating education-based 
value-packed information and roll it into social media. You can create video tutorials, offer free how-to checklists, different media exposure, set up a blog. I mean, the list really goes on and on, right? But the most important part of this is that you take action. In order to become successful, we must take action on the strategy. Yes, there might be some trial and error, of course, but that's what continues to make us better, actually the best at what we do. Never settle for just okay results. Think of the strategic testing process, like refining your best recipe. With a little extra salt to bring out the flavor, it just might be the best dish you've ever made. Keep in mind that just because you didn't necessarily get the results you wanted right away, this doesn't mean the campaign was a failure. You can review your campaign analytics instantly. So use that to your advantage and take the information and make the adjustments along the way. Stay the course and do not give up on the strategy just because it's too hard or it takes too long. Business owners are some of the most impatient people I've ever had the joy of working with. After all, though, you have to remember, Rome wasn't built in a day. So sometimes the best strategies pay off months or even years later. I can't even tell you the number of clients I have today based on what I did a decade ago. Those relationships and connections matter. And even though it might not bring you an instant return, that's okay. It's all part of the journey. So let's talk about inbound marketing and what that is, okay? Inbound marketing is the process of attracting the attention of potential customers through content creation before they are even ready to buy. It's one of the best and most cost-effective ways to convert cold traffic into customers and supporters of your business. Inbound marketing focuses on people's interests and their beliefs first. This form of marketing is the equivalent of shaking the hand of your prospect and having a conversation with them before asking for a sale. Now, outbound marketing, or what some like to call old school marketing, includes traditional approaches like direct mail, snail mail, cold calling, television ads, radio spots, and even trade shows. This may be the old way of finding leads, but it's still very effective depending on your niche. Marketers who prefer outbound marketing aren't focused on providing entertainment or getting to know each lead. They want to show their product or service and just make the sale. Now, online marketing, which is my preferred way of marketing, in today's growing technical world, there are various avenues that marketing funds can be allocated online. Of course, one of the most popular choices to spend funds is on social media advertising platforms like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google Ads, Amazon, AdRoll. I mean, the list goes on and on. 10 years ago, putting 15% of your overall revenue back into marketing may have been enough to yield the return on your investment you were looking for. But now, thanks to social media and how the markets are just completely flooded, it's become more challenging to catch the eyes of your target audience. Maybe you own a brick and mortar business and sending out mailers and flyers was the extent of your marketing and it worked for you. However, with the saturation that's happening right now in just about every single industry, it's important that you pay attention to what's happening on the internet so that you can use online marketing to your advantage to support your marketing efforts. Many of my clients shy away from wanting to use anything technical because they're so used to doing it their way. And I'm here to tell you right now that if you have the same attitude, it's time to change. If you want to grow, uncomfortable or not, you have to change with the times. 
Keep in mind, though, that the days of direct marketing, overnight, million-dollar business is really unlikely. Have patience with your team as we have entered into the day and age of the long-term strategy. But if executed correctly, the payoff is so worth the wait. Quick pro tip here, let's talk about mobile optimization. According to reports from Quartz, as of now, 70% of the internet access is through mobile phones. And just because that's on one report, I kind of beg to differ. I think it's even higher than that. I think maybe as much as 85%. But back in 2010, the average user would be on their mobile device for maybe 20 minutes. And then the user experience wasn't really that great. And quite frankly, it was slow. But with the abundance of apps, faster internet, social media, and the convenience of our email right in our pocket, the average smartphone owner now spends up to five hours a day, sometimes even more, on their smart device. Just think about that. You could have your ad, your business, right in front of someone's face. You could be capturing plenty of leads. So when onboarding new clients, I'm always interested in the organic marketing approach first, because if we just have a large marketing budget and we start allocating in all these various places and we get excited and we think we're going to get just a great return, it's not really that great because it's not going to provide any data to the client. We have no idea unless we do things organically on where we can actually put the money from there. So here's some questions that you want to ask yourself if you are in this position wanting to maximize your organic online marketing strategies. Does your company have a website? Okay, so this is like question number one. Make sure that that website is optimized when you get it. If you don't already have one, it's time. And make sure it's mobile friendly and fully responsive. This means it looks and navigates the same across all devices laptop, desktop, mobile, and tablet. Next, you really want to optimize your social media accounts. Don't forget the importance about brand consistency. Posting consistently will also boost your organic rankings with social media's algorithms. Posting once a day on Instagram will drive more traffic for you for your preferred hashtags over other accounts only posting a few times a month. Next, and so important, this is vital to the success of social media, Post evergreen content. The term evergreen refers to content that is always relevant. This type of content is going to provide the site, any social media pages, with organic search engine optimization to help boost your overall website's ranking. Watch for traffic patterns here. Understand your analytics and look at the visitors. Do they just visit the homepage and then leave? What do you want the overall goal to be when your customer comes to your website? Your website is like your business storefront, just online. So what action do you want them to take? Do you want them to open the front door? Do you want them to click around on different pages to read more? How long do you want them to stay there for? Whatever the objective might be, make it super obvious for them. Next, on the organic online marketing strategies, make sure that you utilize emails. Do you have your customers' emails? but maybe you've never run an email marketing offer, take those emails and put them into an email software system. My recommendation and what I use in my own business is called Active Campaign. There's always money in the list. Your customers are already familiar with your company. Make it work for you. Again, this is working smarter, not harder. And as marketers, I'm gonna say it one more time, we always say there's money in the list. 
because you're not doing a cold sale here. You're doing a soft sale. Organic marketing will start to become more intuitive to you. And eventually you can take exactly what you've learned just through watching your own trends with your company and then allocate some of your marketing budget towards online advertising to help boost those efforts. No matter how much money you spend on marketing, going in blind is a big mistake. So now let's talk a little bit about marketing content. And this is a topic that comes up over and over and over. And it's even something that comes up for my business. Sometimes I have a hard time coming up with content for my business. You know, what does someone want to learn or hear about next? Well, here's the thing that we all need to really pay close attention to. The difference between content creation and curation. So now that you have some valuable content, maybe you've created some beautiful images, maybe you have some quotes that you want to post on social media, now what? The curation process is just as important as the content creation process. Content creation is all about generating topics that appeal to your target audience, whether it's written, visual, the videos, the blogs, the infographics, etc. Content curation is the process of gathering relevant information, that content you've created or a topic of interest you've written, and then presenting it in an organized manner to your target audience, just like putting it on social media. As you or your marketing team continue to create valuable content, be clear about who you're creating the content for before you actually create it. It will make both the creation and the curation process go very smoothly. Now, remember how I mentioned that pretty much every market is flooded? Yeah, it's not very encouraging sounding, right? Well, thank goodness there's this little thing called remarketing. Let me explain that. Remarketing is one of the most powerful tools that I use today in my business and that many marketers around the world use as well. Remarketing is also referred to as retargeting. Remarketing is a method of online advertising that enables websites to show targeted ads to users who have already visited their website. The purpose is to increase conversion rates and your overall return on investment. You've probably been on Amazon looking at an item you're considering buying. And then you decide, well, let me go check my Facebook for a second. And all of a sudden, you're really surprised to see the exact same item with a link that goes back to Amazon inside your newsfeed on Facebook. You're probably thinking, how the heck do they know that? Well, this is ad remarketing, and it's incredibly powerful. Some people call it creepy, but for us marketers, it's very effective. It gives another chance to remind people about your products or services, even if they've left your website. Now, it's so important. If you've learned nothing from this episode so far, it's so important. Everyone needs to have this. It can be on the footer of your website, okay? Be very clear that when someone's coming to your website, that there will be a little bit of code, which we also call cookies, that will be embedded onto the viewer's browser so that they might have a better user experience so that you can market to them properly. But to make sure that we're not getting into any you know, legal situations when it comes to privacy rights, you need to make it very clear that your website will likely be tracking what they're looking at so that you can market to them later. So make sure you're protecting yourself as the business owner and protect the visitor coming to the site and make it available to them to opt out if they don't want to be tracked. So next up, I want to talk about the power of influencers. Hiring an influencer can be a really powerful way to market your brand or product to an audience you're wanting to capture. 
Usually this is a paid transaction through social media. Depending on your marketing goals and with the right influencer, it could be a very quick way to get in front of a targeted following of people who have an interest in your brand or product. It may just be the powerful marketing tool you need to stay ahead of your competitors. There are different levels of influencers to consider. For example, Kim Kardashian gets paid $1 million just for one tweet about a product or brand. However, she's also one of the biggest influencers on the planet and currently has one of the top 10 largest social media followings. Don't be discouraged by this, though, because there are many other influencers who have an active and engaged audience who would be willing to share your brand with their following for significantly less. Sometimes they'll even shout out your business just for keeping the product that you send into them. Let's look at some of the ways that you could go about doing this. You might consider temporarily hiring an influencer for a few posts which highlight your brand. You can also have influencers do an in-depth review of your product. You might want to consider hiring an influencer as a full-time employee who has an already established, highly targeted following. When an influencer has a full-time job of making your company shine, the sky's the limit. Okay, so to wrap this episode up, I want to leave you with some action tips. We want to maximize marketing in every way we possibly can. And I could talk about this for days, but I don't want to, you know, let your eyes glaze over here and hopefully you're actually awake still listening to this. So here's some action steps for you. You know, marketing can be very frustrating, but it doesn't have to be. So keep in mind that it's the same for everyone in the beginning. Remember to follow organic trends before investing your marketing budget in paid advertising. It's essential to develop different tactics and strategies in your overall big picture marketing plan. Once those strategies have been developed, you can begin to test them. If you're unfamiliar with how to design different testing strategies, my team and I at Sweet D Marketing would be more than happy to help. But regardless of who you choose to help you along the way, just make sure you're having fun. And when you're designing and developing these strategies, regardless of what the result is in the end, make sure you're learning from them. The key for any business growth is to keep learning, keep growing and evolving to be better for your business and for your customers. And that is what this is all about. How can we find the solution to the problem that our customers might be faced with? And in turn, how will that help your bottom line? All right, that's it for this week. See you guys next time. Bye.